Yes, people, how are we all doing? I hope we're all doing great. So welcome back to Process, a podcast by me, Brendan Pearson. So in today's episode, we are joined by fellow PT again and online coach, Mr. Marcus McCready, a.k.a. MJM Fitness. So myself and Marcus discussed a little bit about our short time in the industry, a little bit of advice for PTs just starting out like we did ourselves. And also how we feel lockdown is going to affect not just the fitness industry now, but also down the line and in the future. And then obviously, as always, we dive off topic and go into different things as well. So it's going to be a good one. I hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast. If you haven't already, get subscribed. It's going to be trying to put out plenty of podcasts over the next few weeks. So we'll get on with the podcast. This is Process. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Um me and Brendan are going to do a little back and forwards today. Um, just going to sort of bounce off each other. I've got a few topics to cover. Um, and I think we can just both start off by doing a little bit of an introduction for each other. So sort of like what you're doing, yeah, but like where you're from, that sort of stuff, if you want to cover. The background, basic information. Just a, just yeah, a little so. bit of background. I know <laughs> if you want to listen to a few of his podcasts, his first one, that'll give you a bit yeah. more information on it. But if you want to... Just yeah, I was going to say, because I've covered pretty much the, the long story in my podcast, but I was pretty much before. me, yeah, yeah, so, oh, there we go, that's the noise. <laughs> there we are. Went one sit down. Yeah, but yeah, a bit about my background, so, uh, played football since, well, since I was like, I can remember, but I uh, was professional for a few years, played for Newcastle United, played for a team in Scotland, but my career was kind of cut short because of injury, had loads of issues uh, with a few injuries and stuff, so that kind of ended up with me delving down the path of fitness, personal training. So I got qualified when I was injured at Newcastle, so about three years ago. So qualified personal trainer. Made the transition to actually full-time PT in December, so December 2019. And then since then, started a bit of online coaching, started working at Nuffield Health as my first PT job, so that's the first thing I've ever done. And then also doing a bit of my own kind of self-employed side as well, training one-on-one um, outside online coaching and then I've started YouTube in January and now also the podcast podcast um literally like last week. Yeah and also yeah. trying to I'm trying to so get as many as I can in the podcast and just trying to do them. Just because I know when yeah. we get out of lockdown I'm gonna be like be busy so I'm gonna try yeah. and backlog them now and try and do like record them and just not publish them until I've got got them I'm exactly. trying to do like one a week or something. And as soon as soon as there's any sort of like right you can do outdoor training it's gonna be like right I need to get my clients doing this, that and the other so I think hopefully from well if it's say Sunday, I don't think it's yeah. gonna to be too promising like but if they get some like outdoor groups then I'm definitely gonna try and get like some sort of boot camp going on or yeah that's something to get that all my clients out of the house and moving again because it's some of them are starting like it's been what seven weeks now or something. Like a lot a of them are now, are now getting like a lot of aren't motivated anymore. Like the first few weeks were sounder with our online clients, but now it's like they're starting to dip off a bit and it's hard to keep yeah. going when I'm the same. Like I haven't been I've been training but it's like very minimal. You lose that. It's not the same atmosphere being in the gym. Like I'm the same with my because I've been doing online like live workout sessions with some of my clients and I've noticed the last few like the literally the last week it's like dropping. the numbers are dropping in half kind of thing. And I've messaged a few of them saying oh like I haven't seen you on live. How you been? Is it? Oh, I'm just like struggling a little bit with terms of like I feel like I need to sort the rest of my like work schedule yeah. out and trying to get that going rather than my fitness kind of side of it. I'm like it'll, I'm just trying to encourage them to keep it going. It, and stuff. It's hard because like it's it's a, there's not so much you can do with like a band and like one dumbbell. In a lot of yeah. them saying like, look, I'm not 
the workouts are good, but they're just repetitive, but there's not much more you can do. Like, you can only uh-huh. do so many, like, press-ups, like, body weight and stuff. There's not a great deal that you can program for people, so you've got to try and make yeah. it a bit more interesting, but some of them are just dropping off. But Yeah, especially especially if you live in, you don't have, like, outdoor areas. So if you're living in a flat or something oh, like yeah. that, you're, yeah, you're struggling. I think from I Sunday, they're going to make you have longer for exercise, so it's going to be, like, either unlimited or two or three hours outside, which is better than what it is, yeah, but well, still, you can't get much in. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, I'm very fortunate to kind of live where I do. I can literally just go anywhere. There's no one around. It's very, um, I'm looking out my back window here and it's just like fields and trees and stuff so I can go and go for a walk yeah, and whatever. But yeah. I, I'm just doing loads of steps. I'm just doing loads of walking and Thing. started cycling a bit, but just get me cardio back up. Yeah, I know. It's going to make the most of it. Anyway, I'll let you like, intro a bit just for yeah. my... So, um, PT for around 18 months. Went to uni, did sports and exercise science there. Did sport in college, so I was kind of always going to go into something related to doing either training or nutrition. I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do, um, but did my PT course when I was at college. Uh, went to uni, didn't finish uni, did two years, um, then started PT because I needed to get a job. So I was working part-time at the hotel as well, and then now still PT and broke my collarbone um, playing football was off for four months, lost all my clients. So I couldn't really tell them, I'll just wait four months until I'm back. You kind of got to go and let them do their own thing. I yeah. couldn't say, just wait four months and just don't do your goals. And then I'll just be back <laughs> in the four months. So I was like, do what he's want. So I only had like four or five at the time, um, which I built up quite for quite quick. Lost all of them, off for four months, lost loads of weight, like all my muscle was gone. Didn't play yeah. football. Didn't need the house for like three months. It was, wasn't good. Like, And then got back into PT and got a couple of clients back. And then the gym that was at closed, which was Pinnacle in Gosforth. So that closed in last February or March time. And then again, back to square one, lost all my clients, didn't have a gym to go to. So then found BHP where I'm at now. Been painting there since probably May, June time last year. So probably about 10 months nearly now. So... And then just been doing that ever since, been PT and, and then started online coaching in January, took on a first couple of clients, didn't really have much of an idea what I was doing. Like I followed a few people online, like the big names, followed those to see what they were doing, get like sort of ideas and stuff from them. And then obviously lockdown happened. So then I had to all of a sudden become a very good online coach. So I had to like yeah. switch from being a PT predominantly in a little online coach to having to put all my clients online, which was quite hard to start off with because I wasn't too sure of like, the processes, checking ins and stuff, but it's been, it's quite good. I'm enjoying it at the minute. So hopefully just trying to push along, get, I've been getting a couple of inquiries in terms of online coaching, which is good. And just getting, trying to put systems in place when I come back out of lockdown, PT and it's yeah. going to be booming. Cause I, I can't see a lot of people PT anymore. I think it's going to have a drop off. Like we'll get we'll get to that question later on at the end. I put in yeah. sort of what will the industry look like at the end of lockdown, and um, we'll get to that later on. Um, and okay. our opinions on like what we think, how it's going to change in terms of like gyms, the capacity people can be training at, and how many people can be in the gym at once in terms of PT and training. So we'll get into that later on about how the industry is going to look. But it's, yeah. I think it's going to be people, interesting. I think people who are good will do well and progress. And people who haven't really got sort of the motivation to do well, I kind of just drop off and go into another job just to pass time. So I think the big, the people who want it will succeed really. 
Yeah, but I know. It's it's a hard one at the minute. Like just to it's just the thought of not knowing when the gyms open. Like if they put a date to when the gyms are going to open, I can like plan could so be, much more. To yeah, get it could be point. like the the open them up and then closing down again. You never know that's, what's going to happen. The thing. I think it's going to be quite hard to put a pinpoint on when it's going to be. But I think we were speaking about my gym. I think it'll either have to be like one to ones for the first couple of weeks, clients only, maybe some group yeah. stuff, and then obviously still pay our rent towards the gym, but. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think full capacity in gyms will not be happening anytime yeah. soon. Like I think with your gym, that'll probably be the way to go. But with mine, because it's kind of like a like a health center kind of thing, like yeah. a David Lloyd sort of same sort of thing. Like God knows what they're gonna do. Yeah. So is that do you that. are you employed by them or are you like self employed? So I'm employed. So we do like it's like the minimum hours you have to do your sixteen hours. Obviously, there's like over overtime shifts kind of thing <laughs> yeah. going. We have to do them, but they is that do, like an exchange for rent. No, no, they actually, oh. they pay you hours. So the way that PT works is they take, that's the reason I kind of started the job because when I came back from Scotland after playing football there, I needed a job and that was a yeah. good way of income and also good experience. Um, which is like, I've mentioned it to Rich in the podcast we done yesterday. It's a good way to get into the industry just because you've got that kind of backbone of like money coming in that you know that's going to be there. Secure, like starting out. Yeah, a little bit of security net for starting out, but then you're also learning on the job kind of thing always you're always interacting so when you're on shift you're doing things like you're doing your classes you're doing what we do at health MLTs, which is just then um, you're in like in like a, a medical room almost you're doing blood cholesterol and um, blood glucose uh, what is it bmi and all that sort of stuff like the on people too. yeah yeah so it's just something enough you'll health do so you've you've got to learn to be able to communicate with people and then it's also yeah. that kind of set like um what you've got to learn how to pick up clients sort of thing. So you could use that time that you're with in the room with them to try and poach them. To try and get them in, yeah, yeah, like yeah, What the yeah. problems are and how you could be the solution to, to that's a, yeah, a good, yeah. good setup. Like I say, like, that's a good yeah. way because you're getting paid as well as then you can do everything that you want and work exactly. around your business. And you, yeah. do you do stuff at home as well? Yeah, I do my own do my own stuff as well back home. So like, I'm fortunate enough to have my own home gym. So when I left, I had my own flat. Um, closer to town when I was at Newcastle when I left there I moved back home and I, I was just like I'm just going to set up downstairs garage as a little gym and then when obviously I finished football in Scotland moved back I've just started doing it like local like people like friends of friends yeah. kind of thing the words it's, it was picking up a little bit before lockdown as well I had a few people then I was doing a few nights a week so that was going well um, so just, just literally out of my garage um, and then there's a gym in Hexham where I know the owner who he said if I wanted to I could kind of use their gym to train What's clients that but I haven't really done it's called No Limits so there's, oh, quite, right, there's okay. a few little ones um, but it's a decent like old old school kind of gym uh, uh, so I know the owner they've been they've been quality with me they give, I've done a few shifts there as well just to kind of cover some hours and stuff but um, it, bring them back to your kind of story because it's weird because in a similar way we've been through like setbacks and stuff like overcoming injuries and stuff like that and like you were on about with going out of lockdown, how PT is going to be completely different. It's just overcoming kind of setbacks and boundaries and adapting to the situation, isn't it? Because like, life's never life's never going to run smoothly. Like I try to tell people, especially like in the podcast that I've done, it was about kind of the football side of it. Like yeah. football's never going to go. This it's never it's never like nah. just straight upwards unless you're blessed and you're never injured. And there is people like that out there. I don't know. Yeah, if I hate definitely. Them. Um, things just look like that and like, things obviously might not be like that yeah, like, like you say football back in the day I was never really injured like I wouldn't have said I was the best but I was like decent like I played yeah. decent like I played county 
like I've had trials and stuff. I did a little bit around, but obviously it wasn't. I wasn't like the best, and I never had an injury, uh-huh. so I was quite fortunate with that. But then when I got into college, we did like the football course at college, where we would like travel around the country, played it like the mini that I had next to the Man Man City. Yeah, yeah, that, was yeah. Pitch. that was a great pitch I played on. Um, but then it kind of like doesn't fit as out. Like I'm still playing Saturday and Sunday now, still at like a decent-ish level, but uh-huh. it's not one that I was ever going to pursue. Shoot I was always going to be more of like a hands-on job kind of thing. But like you say, in terms of setbacks and stuff, it's all about like that process of like how you've got from where you are to where you are in the, in the end. Yeah, I just did a podcast yeah. last night on like sort of focusing on the process and not the result. So like, too many people focus on what, like, this, what they want instead of how they're going to get there. And obviously the setbacks do happen. So like I say, with me, it was like failing uni. I didn't fail uni, I just didn't finish the third year, which yeah, I'm going yeah. to try and try and do a, t- a podcast on. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a juicy one, but yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm going that. for that. Um, I've had a few on the first one I did a few people said oh why didn't you finish uni and a few people messages oh what, what's the podcast going to be about and I was like I don't have my telly yet yeah. it's, a, it's a juicy topic but surprise, like I say I didn't yeah. get through uni um, and then got myself a gym I was in a gym locally and it was alright it was working shifts but I was getting paid by the hour minimum wage and that was I was really PT and so I was like I need to get out of there I need to do my own thing mm-hmm. went to Pinnacle I was doing 16 hours unpaid work for in exchange for free rent, which was all right at the time. And then I was getting my PTs and say, which I kept. And then now I'm obviously paying the gym rent and I get to keep everything that I'm making. So I've gone through sort of three different gyms and three different sort of styles of PT. And so I was working as an employee. I was then working for free in exchange for rent and now I'm paying the gym rent. So I've kind of gone through all the processes to get to where I am now to paying rent to a gym to PT at so yeah. one through all different ones so yours is quite lucky to be fair that like you're getting paid yeah, yeah I know to see I was going to say I don't think people realise like especially people who are starting out which is like a topic that we're going to get into anyway yeah. like starting out I don't think I didn't realise kind of what like how many hours you had to work to be a PT until I've actually started like applying for jobs and stuff it's like even like the pure gyms and gym groups you have to do like at least yeah. like 13, 14 hours minimum unpaid and yeah. like and me, at the beginning, sorry go and carry on I was going to say, for me, coming out of, like, I wasn't used to working any, well, I was playing football, so it's, it is a job, it, like, it is hard work, but it's just a different world compared to, re- like, real world, and I remember my first, my first eight-hour shift felt so long. <laughs> I could imagine. Honestly, I, I was, imagine. like, I was coming home, like, to my girlfriend who works, she's a nurse, so she works, like, 13 god hour shifts, and I'm just, like, how do you do this, like, every day and wake up, I, and then, you get, you get, yeah, you get used to it eventually, but it's just a completely different world. But a lot of people like coming into PTs to think it's just like, oh yeah, you get paid forty pound an hour to go and train someone and just shout them saying, all right, do yeah. some pills, do some bed. It's a completely it, it, it not is. what you think it you is. When you get into it, you're kind of thinking about what you see successful people doing. So if you go on Instagram, you're seeing PTs who are doing who got full diaries and making like three, four grand a week being full but you don't realise how many hours they're actually putting in to it get there up. and then how many they're still doing. Like I was doing 20 hours at the first gym I was working, getting paid, but I was taking classes and stuff and I wasn't really into taking classes. Like I've never really been one to take classes. It was doing like step, boxer size and like it was more of an older scene. So I wasn't really, I wasn't, I was comfortable but I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do and I was mm. working, getting paid by the hour and then the second gym at Pinnacle, I was working 16 hours unpaid so I would start at six in the morning and I would finish at nine at night so yeah. I could have broken the day up. I went, do you want to do the 16 hours off the bat or do you want to do like 
two days and I was like, just, I'll just do the full 16 hours, get out of the way. Get out of the way, and the rest yeah. of the week was mine, but I regretted yeah. that straight away because I was doing like Monday morning, half five till nine o'clock at night and it was brutal. But yeah. it was good. I got experience in different gyms and there was different PTs you could then learn off to see what they were doing and mm-hmm. how you could try and actually get yourself better and stuff. But it, uh, it's it's different to help you have different people have different gyms and different setups like i've went to go to pure gym i was going to get a job at pure gym and they were like yeah 20 hours unpaid and i was thinking like that's a lot of money that i'm not a lot of time getting. isn't it like, a yeah, lot of like, time and then i'd rather just do my own thing and then try and build it up before i went there and i've tried a few different gyms around newcastle and some people's rents are ridiculous like someone wanted 450 quid a month rent and it's not a lot if you're making a lot but when you're starting off and you haven't got a lot of clients if you're paying 450 pound a month I was like, I can get a house for that. Yeah, like, yeah I know. That was so, my that was my rent for my first flat. For I know. 50, I think that's what my mum said to me. If you can pay rent to a gym for four fifty, you can move out. <laughs> I was like, no, all right, I fair know. enough. So I was like, I'm not paying four fifty, but I've got a good good rate now, and it's a good set of where I'm at, and I'm pretty happy to be honest where I'm at at the minute. It's I'm enjoying yeah. it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think definitely for for people starting out, something like the thing that I'm doing is perfect kind of thing, and then. Once you build a good little client base up, then you can kind of move on to like your rent rental based things. But honestly, everybody has their own path. Like some people might go straight into like a pure gym or something like that, where you do your minimum hours unpaid and yeah. then smash it and then take off. Like the only advice I'd say, do is let's say to people, sorry, is just go and do something, just pick something and just go for it. And if it doesn't work out, like unless you obviously want some like being a bit stupid and going to a gym, we have to pay five hundred quid a month for rent with no clients. It's a bit of a risk unless you massive unless you you're very very confident in your ability to to get clients. But yeah, uh, that was start off slow and like build it up. So that's going on to the next topic. So we've gone into like sort of our backgrounds and what we're doing at the minute and in terms of both of our business wise. Um, the sort of next topic was to be sort of grown as a PT and sort of advice for like I say what we've just been talking about there, young people coming up not necessarily young but anybody starting off in the industry yeah. sort of advice or just some tips on how, how what they can go around doing things or how to start off to sort of set yourself up to be successful instead of just diving yeah. into the unknown basically because it's quite a scary industry if you have got no sort of plan of action and you're like right i'm going to be a pt and then you're thinking where do i start i need a gym yeah. i need clients like how am i going to get clients i'm going to keep clients like you need a lot to think about before you're doing it and i was quite I was exactly like that when I first started. I said, like, oh, let's be a PT. It's easy. All you need to do is write a few workouts out. But then you sort of all of a sudden realize, like, shit, it's not as easy as people think. Like, people think not. it's like a laptop lifestyle where you're just sitting typing on the computer all day and you're chilling, but it's a lot of work that people don't realize yeah, in the background. Like programming, uh-huh. like social media, keeping clients, like retaining clients, like making sure that you're doing everything you can to provide a good service. It's a lot of work that people don't really, like this sort of stuff that we're doing for free, for people, uh-huh. people like don't realize like how much you put in to it's, try and get like. If I could get one client from doing four podcasts, it's like five hours of work for nothing just to get a couple of clients. But it's worth it. Yeah, no, it's worth it. Is, yeah. People don't understand what you've got to put in to get it. So just a quick one before that, I'll let you take a lead in a second. But my obviously we're off at the minute, so I'm in the house and me dad's at work and he's like, oh well, what have you done today? And I was like, oh well, I did a YouTube video, did a podcast, got a few Instagram posts typed up, did some online client work. He goes, well, how much did you make? Like, isn't it like a joking on? He's like, how much did you make today? And I was like, <laughs> I, like, what do I make off my online clients a month is what I've made today. And he was like, well, how much have you made? I was like, that's not really 
what I'm doing this for at the minute. It's like, not obviously, like I'm that. making money when yeah. I'm DJing and not in lockdown, but lockdown at the minute it's hard. Like, I'm furloughed from my other job, luckily. So I'm getting uh-huh. money from them. So that's sound. But he came in, he was like, Oh, what are you making? Like, joking on. And he was like, Well, come to work with me. I was like, No, because I'm trying to do this sort of thing. So I was just trying to yeah. other people to understand what you're doing to set yourself up to then be in a better position uh-huh. to make podcasts, Instagram, YouTube, social media, all that in the minute I can do for free to try it's, and build on it. It's just that like, on, they call it like the entrepreneur lifestyle, like you've got to do a lot of stuff for free and a lot of stuff that people are thinking, oh, like, why, why are you not making money? Like, But it's just promoting yourself out there, showing that you've got knowledge. That's another thing as well, like starting off as a PT. You might have all the knowledge in the world and done a uni degree, done all this, this, that and the other, but if you can't put it across to people so they actually understand and Definitely. if you don't come across like a, a nice nice guy, no one's going to want a PT with you. If you're like Definitely. dead serious and like, yes, if you're working this muscle for like, like you know the stuff that like, Jim Smith takes the, takes the mick out of? Aye. Like, he, I think he it was, do you know Phil Graham, he did a, he put a quote yeah. on the other day, he's like, you could have like all of the information in the world and be like, like knowledge the best coach, but if you can't like communicate and put that across to people, you're the worst coach. You could be a mediocre 100%. knowledge. You could have like an average knowledge of what to do, but have great people skills, great communication, and be able to get a client to enjoy the process. And then you're going to be a really good coach. So you don't necessarily have to have the most knowledge. You just got to be able to get it across to people yeah. to how they can do things. So. Yeah, because some people you like as personal trainers, like we are like there to obviously train people, get people fit, but some people literally like the social aspect of it and kind of having Definitely. someone, it's like an hour away from their day. So they might have a stressful day at work and they've got that PT session to kind of come and we'll talk to you about stuff. So we'll get a bit of a sweat on and we'll get themselves feeling good. So like, you're not just like a coach. It doesn't matter if you know how to get the best chest workout done. Yeah. Like you need to be able to make people feel good as well. That's what I say to a lot of my clients. I'm like, I'm not here to break it. I'm here to build you up. Like I'm not here to break it down and make you feel shit. I'm here to build you up and, get yeah. you to feeling good because it's not all about having the worst chest doms for four days after it's, yeah it's like, it's like so, not someone's just someone's just finished like a long day at work and they've had the worst day they've had an argument with the missus the kids have woke them up all night they've had two hours sleep you're not going to get them doing a 60 minute like metcon that's nah. got like 100 burpees and it's like you're not going to do that you're just going to do something that's going to make them feel good so it's learn, learn your client as well that's another little bit of advice but just like moving on to like what we're talking advice for people starting off, like the best thing to do is just f- get yourself talking to people in the gym. So if you're on the gym floor, just walk around, pretend you're cleaning a bit of equipment and stuff, and just like chat to people. Or oh, someone's like, you see somebody in the gym a few days in the week, and they've they look like they're training hard. Just say to them, "Oh, like look, like, you look, you're doing well," kind of thing. Like watch just like just talk, just be really busy. That's yeah, you've got to be. You've got to be everywhere. Like, oh, it's, definitely you've got to be yourself, like, uh-huh. In terms of like online, I think that's a big presence. Like, be on Instagram, be on Facebook, be on everything so people know who you are. And then in your area, try and be as busy as you can. So, whether that is, like you say, doing boot camps outside for people where people know where you are, just for people in your area to know who you are, and then to broaden it into sort of your city and then for everybody else to know who you are again yeah. being online and again being as busy as you can. And yeah. a big one for me is people starting off. PT and because the gym's a hobby for them and they're not really bothered about like sort of helping people so it's more being a PT shouldn't be your hobby and it shouldn't be just what you do in your spare time it should be like your life it should be like your main job and you want to sort of focus on helping people and instead of sort of helping yourself just to get 
to get the money off people. Like too many people are focused mm-hmm. on getting the money and that's them help themselves instead of helping other people to build them up. Yeah. Like the, the, money, the money will come if you kind of, if you are a good P, PT, you come across like well. And if you help someone out, like you might help one person out. Even if I was speaking to Rich yesterday and he, he was great talking about this, like, you know, it's not about yourself. It's not about how big your chest is, how good you look good on Instagram. It's about the client. But he was saying, um, he was saying like, if he had a client that wanted to get like fit for football, he said, I'd probably pass them on to you just for advice and stuff yeah. because I'd, I'm not a specialist. I'm more like, he's more like fat loss and transformation. Yeah, there's like a lot that. of transformation. Pass them over. But if I said to him, like, that's great because they, first of all, you're willing to accept that there's someone out there who's like probably the client's probably more ideal for, for them. But also you're helping that client out more by giving them to the right person. And I said, they, they might then go to... Like their friend might say, oh, this PT referred me to this PT who's really helped me out. But you want to lose fat, so I'm going to pass you over to the right yeah. PT kind of thing. It's just word, word of mouth and getting a good kind of... Um, like there's that many PTs, I think there's enough. Like A lot of people say it's oversaturated, there's too many PTs. But I think yeah. the good ones stand out a lot from the, the crap ones. So I think there's that many good ones, You can there's enough people to pick between everyone so like we've yeah. got our own setups in different sort of areas of like newcastle rich has got his right. mine yours there's like obviously a few other good pts in newcastle but if you put on you could probably think of maybe five to ten good pts in newcastle yeah. and i can guarantee there's probably about 50 plus if that was more ones you've never heard of so like there's it's, some like i've yeah. put on my instagram saying like oh tagged in newcastle upon time i was like i've never seen this kid in my life not like uh-huh. it could be bad like that's not a problem he could be doing really well in his own little world but there's like you can you know who the good ones yeah. are and those there is, ones help each other out and yeah there is in. there is pts that probably aren't on social media and they're probably smashing it like i know 100%. ones who who the social media following is probably really small or they just have like a private Facebook group just for the clients, but they're smashing it in there. It's yeah. just because like you, you might have a hundred thousand, like these big Instagram stars who have got like 50,000, a hundred thousand, half a million followers. Like there might only be about a hundred followers that actually interact with them like daily kind of thing. Like they're actually maybe clients sort of thing. Definitely. Whereas there might be a person who's got a hundred followers, but every single one of them followers um, actually like definitely. messages are the actual clients kind of thing. So don't worry if you they don't have a big following. It's not really about that. It's about That's, kind of helping. Again, sorry, just going back to like the yeah. part I did yesterday, again, like not focusing on the end results or focusing on all the followers or having all the clients or all the money. It's kind of, what you are, where you are, and how you're going to get get there and yeah. get those like little clients. Like the little ones count, like every other client matters. And it's not necessarily just because you've got the big following that like you're going to have good followers. Uh-huh. You could have a massive following and you might not be the best PT. You could have yeah. 10 followers and you could be the best PT in Newcastle. Exactly. So, like, I listened to TM, TM Cycles. He talked, he done the podcast, I think. I think it was TM Cycles. Yeah, it was. Because obviously he's got his. Um, his own website, sort of, what you call it? Member site. Member site, that's I'm, I'm on his yeah. member site. Are you on it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, to be so fair. It, that's where I got the online coach. Well, when I was going to start online coaching, just to dive in again, um, he's got like a full area on how to set up as an online coach. So like your systems, mm-hmm. Google documents, um, like check-ins. He shows you how to set everything out. So I was like, I need to get on that because it's like four ninety nine dollars yeah. He's got yeah. over two and a half thousand, only three thousand. Exactly. I was just about to say he's got like that many people, but he's on what is he on like forty k followers on Instagram? I don't know how many. He's, on. he's probably not on like he's not on like massive amount, but I think he's on about de- thirty. I think like I yeah. Think so if 30. 
he was saying obviously mate, he's he's making very good money because he's got such good interaction with his followers. Like probably, you know, when you look on your stories and you have how many followers look at your stories, he's probably got half of his followers actually looking at his stories compared yeah. to like say. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but someone who's got like half a million followers. I think he said he knew somebody who was that big and they put out like a training program, like an ebook or something like that. And apparently nobody bought it. No. They just nobody kind of thing. I think they, would... they think that they've got the knowledge to sell things, but they really don't have any knowledge of people who are going to buy of people who are just trying to sell something. If they're, uh-huh. if they're given like TMC gives you a lot of knowledge for a fiver. If someone's selling yeah. a training program that somebody else has probably written, like them, yeah. these these like Instagram reality stars aren't probably writing these programs that they're selling. They're probably just paying uh-huh. someone to see. Like, look, you they're probably paying someone like me. Yeah. Just, yeah, just write, <laughs> there's a hundred quid. Write this program for us. Make it look fancy. Send it to an editor, and then they're selling it on their Instagram and getting the money. So yeah. I, a lot of them aren't people, even stamped, To be fair, I wouldn't. People imagine. still buy. I know people still buy them though. But like, there there will be circumstances when the things that I just don't go down well just because like you, you, it's like people that you follow just because you follow it's like you follow the rock because he's the rock yeah like but definitely. then I, like you follow people like me or you kind of thing because like you, you, you kind of you enjoy the content and because we're doing a lot of things not for a lot of money kind of thing it's like we we value it a little bit more and i don't know i don't know how to put it no i know what i mean i know what i mean because people i think people value free content a bit more if yeah. it's from people like me and you it's because yeah yeah it's like our passion sort of thing it probably comes across in our content as well rather than just Definitely. somebody who's like who's been on a tv program or whatever and they're just sticking a program just because they can or because the agents told them oh they'll be able to it, it, it comes money. with it sort of shows who we are and i think people follow yeah. you because of sort of the content you put out but they sort of follow you to actually follow what you're doing, if that makes sense. So, like, they're not just following yeah. you to keep scrolling through, or there's marks again today. But I think they follow you so they can actually follow your journey and your progress as well. Mm-hmm. So, I quite I follow, I don't really follow a lot of like mainstream, obviously, I follow like the main ones, you know, like, like Steve Cook and all them, and like, all the gym yeah, shop ones, but I try not and follow. Yeah. Oh, he's killing us. He's killing us. What do you think of me Rich Spotlight yesterday? It's ridiculous. What do you think of his Alpha Land thing? It's, he, I don't, wait, to be fair, like, he doesn't need to do it, does he? He just he's just doing Insane. it because he can. It's he's just got so much. The size of it, like he, he did a video yesterday and he was walking around it and showing you all the spots. And I was like, I would get lost doing that. Like he's just got it all in his head and he's so switched yeah. on. And the fact that he's got all these mates in one place, like he's yeah. got all these it's other pals doing good pass. Tight circle, which is another like topic that you can kind of go on, like having a circle of friends who are in the same kind of. Same goal, the same drive, kind of thing. Don't be hanging around with people that are just going to drag you down. Like, I've been fortunate that a lot of my friends have. I, be fair, since I've started, made the transition from like football to PT and doing YouTube and stuff. I thought I was scared to do it for ages because I thought I was going to get absolutely ripped for it. But honestly, it's like everyone's being top like class with it. Aye. Um, you don't. If you if, if you do want people, people look at, Carol? yeah, if people are looking at you and seeing that you're doing something that you love and you've got your passion into it and they can see it every day, they're not going to rip you for it. If they're real friends, they're not going to rip you for it. So 100%. just make sure you surround yourself with people and they'll push you along the way. That's what my dad always said. He said, if you start hanging around with shit, you start smelling like shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to bring you down. And not a lot of my mates went to uni and they all went straight into apprenticeships, straight into full-time jobs. And so once I'd came out of college in, in my first or second year of uni, all my mates, including like my brother, were all on like full time wages, and I was just finishing uni, going into PT, so I was like not 
I was sort of questioning, should I be PTing? I'm not making a lot of money at the time and all my mates are making now full-time wages. So I was like, yeah. do, I follow, do I follow what they're doing just to sort of be the norm? Or do I yeah. kind of be not the black sheep, but they've all got apprenticeships, they do their own thing. And I was just finishing uni going into a unpaid job for 20 hours. So I was like, uh-huh. should I really be doing what I'm doing or should I just follow the norm and get a job and just settle down and do the full-time thing? So yeah. I was like, nah, I'm not doing... I, I've always kind of considered myself as not just following the norm. Like I've always wanted to be a bit different and do my own thing and not follow the... Yeah get up nine to five, do a job. Like, I'm not that's really good, about that yeah. So I've always been the one that's just doing my own thing. So they've kind of thought, oh, what's he doing? Like, why is he doing this? He's, what's he doing on Instagram? Walking around the middle of Newcastle on his phone and that and <laughs> vlogging and stuff like that. I, I think a few of them understand it, but not a lot of them like get like, why I'm doing it. Cause but it'll all pay off. It's, yeah, come. I know. It's good it'll though. Come. That's another thing that don't, don't just follow the crowd and don't do what everyone else is doing. And also don't like look at someone else and say, Oh look, they're making that much money, but I'm making this much money. But, you're on a different journey. You're on a different path, which is something I talked about in my podcast as well. Like everyone's on their own path. Like that's exactly what I, you thought, I did last night. Yeah, if you're looking at someone on, especially social media is a big thing. So we'll probably talk about that loads. But if you look at someone on social media and they've got like online coach wise, you can tell the clients are smashing it. They've got probably like 50, 60, 100, God knows how many online clients, and they're absolutely killing it. And you're sat here with like two clients. And one of them is completely like, not replying to your text or anything. You're like, okay. <laughs> what am I doing? Like, yeah, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what do I need to do? But don't beat yourself up, Rip. But you might have just started out and it takes years and years and years. And, 100%. Like, things things happen, but... Like, people who are different times of the journey. So you've got, like, yeah. you can't compare to yourself who's maybe 20 years in the game, 10, 15 years, and you're a year in the game. Like, you can't justify thinking, why am I not... What doing what he's got or having what he's got because he's 10 years down the line, 15, 20 years, some people in your year into the game. You can't really compare your two lives because they're probably coming out of it, they're finished, they've forgotten more than you know, basically. Yeah, like yeah, they've, yeah. they've known so much stuff that they've probably forgot half the stuff that you don't even know already. So you can't compare uh-huh. yourself to other people. That's just not a big tip. Don't compare yourself, be a bit different yeah. and try and just. I mean, I'll do it. I do it all oh, the time. I, like I said, I said to Rich yesterday. I look at him, and I'm like, he's like got sixty online clients. He's smashing it. He's got like property and stuff like that here, there. He drives a nice car and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wish that would be that someday. Yeah. But like, he's done well. Don't Rich, get frustrated. Like, done well, Rich. I, I say I did my PT course with him when I was in college, and then I didn't do anything with my qualification for nearly two years. And I think he went straight into doing his PT. Yeah. So I went to uni. I think he did. Did he mention that he went to uni? I think he did one uh, at uni, and then... I think, did he? Oh, I don't know. I think I know so. He set up the gym and stuff, and then... He had, like, two gyms, and then he started off... I hope he doesn't mind you saying that he went to uni. I think he did go to uni. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> I think he went to uni. I think he did yeah, year. We've stitched it up now, anyway. I think he was about two years ahead. So, like, again, like he's two years ahead of probably where we are now. So, if you think yeah. where we are in two years' time, it could be... I could be anywhere in two years' time. I don't know where I'm going to be. But I know where I'm going to be next week, so I'm going to be stuck on lockdown. But I'd yeah, like to know, I I, I, I like know not what I'm going to be doing. Like, my mates know they're in that job for how many like, years now. And I like to kind of know mm. that I'm not going to be, I don't know what, where I'm going to be next year or the year after yeah. in terms of 
obviously I'll be PT and or online coaching or wherever it'll be in the industry, but I'm not I'm not don't know where I want to be. Like I, I quite like traveling yeah, exactly. and I like getting around and stuff. So I'm the same. Like anything could happen. Like you, you don't know where your life can go. Like I no. thought in my book, like I was I thought I was gonna pursue football. Now I'm pursuing this. Things could change again. Like there could be another opportunity that comes up, there could be something that comes from doing podcasts with someone you might just talk to people. Like that's another thing that the more things that you do, the more people that you're gonna meet and the more opportunities that are gonna arise Definitely. from it. 100%. So just do anything like you could just end up talking to somebody on a podcast and they're like, oh, my friend was asking about this. Do you want to come and try this? And then another career or something could just like, come from it. That's when then overnight successes come from years of doing something. Then you're in the right place at the right time, meeting the right people. And then things happen. So it's a bit like sort of of doing stuff. playing football. Like you, could, you could have played for four or five years and not had that one chance. And then you've turned up one game, you've yeah. played your best and there's someone there watching. Like then that's your yeah. time, and then you've you've got it. So kind of you've got to take the taking advantage of what you've got in front of you, and try and like you say be busy and open to opportunities, and don't be mm. set in your ways. Try and be open to different things. Uh-huh. So like you say, don't just be one. Like with PT, and if I if my PT was the only income, I'd be screwed at the minute because yeah. you've only got one revenue stream. So try and broaden your range, but. 100%. That you can't, I forgot what the term is now, but it's like, you can't be a master of all trades. Oh, yeah, was it? Uh, you're a master oh, of one trade. But I have forgot it as well, I'll went blank. It's, um, I, I, I don't know, I'll try and find it. It's a master of all, you can't be a master of all trades or something and you've got to be I'd good rather, at it's one. Like I'd, ra- I'd rather be, I'd rather be something of, of everything or nothing of, I can't remember it as well I went blank mind it's basically blank. don't do everything everyone will know what we're on about people will and, uh, know what we're on about if you're listening <laughs> let us know because I'm really, I'm really I'll put it in the comments as uh, um, but like you don't want to sell yourself and try and do five or six things and be crap at them all be good at uh-huh. one and then progress so be a good PT then progress online and then you can progress into doing other things try and master one trait before you then because yeah. if you do too much you're just going to get overwhelmed yeah. massively and I think, I think someone. as well when you're starting out and st- like there's probably people who it might, not just personal training wise but they might just like leave school and they don't have a clue what they're going to do but just try loads of things out and then once you find that kind of one thing just put 100% into it uh, but, you just got to try different things 100% yeah 100%, put 100% into it but I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with this because obviously I went down one path but I also knew that I had a passion for like I went down my football career but I knew I had the passion for fitness there and I also knew that football isn't a job forever like you you, you tight like if you're lucky you make it to 30 kind of thing and same with PT and I feel me and Rich discussed it yesterday it's like it's a similar thing you can do it until you're like what like 60 if you really want to like there's a a PT in the field who's like I think he's in his 60s as well and he's still doing it and I fair play if if you're enjoying it then fair play but I don't want to be PT when I'm if, yeah, I want to say like be doing... 40, 50. Like, I want like, yeah. my, my, my end goal is like a gym, like you know, Ollie March on, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like, that sort of setup. Like, a it's gym goals. got people, but I'd, I'd happily have like a very successful gym, but then to hire like some of the best PTs to then come work in my gym, let them charge rent, yeah, and have like that system where it's just the gym's running, you've got your members, you've got your clients, PTs working for you, and then I can go off on holiday somewhere. That's, that's yeah, it. you can chill there. Nice watch the, watch chill. the money come in. <laughs> like, so I, I don't want to. Obviously, no one wants to be PT until the till the fifty. Yeah, it's long. It's long a good. It's, it's one of the best jobs. Like I think it's. I love it, mate. It's one of the best things I've done, and I, I'll yeah. do it for as long as I can until it starts affecting 
other things. Like if it starts bringing us down, then I'm just gonna say like, but I'll be doing it yeah. until until I'm happy. And then if it starts changing, I need to get on holiday somewhere. I'll just move on. Yeah, <laughs> you I still do online that. stuff as well. Like if you can keep doing online, that'll be uh-huh. that'll be perfect as well. I think online's, online Anna, online is the end goal for a lot of PTs, kind of transition away from them one-to-one because if you think like how many people you can actually affect online rather than just one-to-one, like in an hour, you can only affect one person doing one-to-one stuff or if you've got a boot camp, fair enough, that's pretty decent, you can do yeah. quite a few, but online you can just affect so many different people, whether it's doing like ebooks or whether it's doing online coaching and stuff like that, you can affect loads within a short space of time. And all over the world, so you want the one you just stuck in like your gym, like where online you're not, you you're not getting anywhere. If you've got once you're full, like I think once you get full and you're doing forty hours a week, you'd probably yeah. burn out after like two or three years. So it'd take a good two or three years to get to where you want to be in terms of having a full client diary, and or whatever's relevant to the person. So say you could do forty hours a week maybe 50 hours, they're long days, that's a long week of working back to back. I think if you did that constantly for three or four years, yes, you're going to be, you're going to be rolling it, you're going to be minted doing four years full time, then after four or five years of being full time, you're going to burn out and you're going to be like, you'll, you'll start hating it, I think, because you're yeah, doing too much, you start routine. resenting it yeah. a bit more. So, that's when you then change and do other opportunities, but hopefully by then, in five or six years time, you've got different things going yeah. on, you've got different, Different, you got all your fingers in different pies, shall I say? Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> I know, and that's it as well. Because if you're doing the long days, you're sacrificing your social life as well. And I want to have a social life, I want to still be able to enjoy it. Like, I don't mind, I'm all for like having a period where it's like a few months, just stick it out, or it might have to be a year, like just stick it out and just work your ass off. And then after that, you can kind of maybe, all right, I'll take a half day there, kind of thing. I'll make sure I have a half day, or I'll make sure I take one day off a week, kind of thing. like just for my own sanity and then I'll make yeah. sure I might have it like a, be able to have like a month holiday like you, you don't know you need to be able to enjoy yourself and 100%. I'm all for having a good time as well I think but a good night out and stuff I'm all for it definitely I think a good I love a good night out that's my problem like, <laughs> Monday to Friday Monday <laughs> Monday to Friday <laughs> normally I'm a good who off Rich? what well, uh, I'm not really on the podcast I'm not going to stitch anybody <laughs> right sound um, on a <laughs> Monday to Friday, I'm like clean eating, train every day. Obviously, I'll play football on a Saturday, so I'm sounded on Friday night. And then after football on a Saturday, all the lads were out to the pub, yeah. a couple of pints, have food at the pub afterwards. And then like, it's, it's the weekends that kill us, but you've got to live yeah. for the weekend. Not you don't live for the weekends, but you've got to enjoy yourself because then you're just not going gonna, gonna yeah. to enjoy it again. You're going to feel down. And I think a good solid six to 12 months hard work can set you up in a very good position like it can get you ahead of a lot of other people if you just grind out a good six months to a year I think that'll probably be the case after lockdown I think if a lot of people then just yeah. get their head down you can be ahead of the game yeah. good year especially the fact that we can't go we probably won't be able to go on holiday for the next uh, like year definitely. so it's a perfect opportunity I think like you have to have them periods and if you think about it sacrificing a few nights out for six months and saving it up like you can enjoy yourself more at the end like I'll probably do the same. I'll probably just grind it out. I might try and get away at like Christmas for a few days or something. And then it'll just be kind of waiting until next summer. Cause like, like I said, the whole, we're not going to be able to get holidays. I was maybe going to Bali in September. Like Bali. Yeah. I, w- I was meant to have, cause I do most, cause I'm just so used to doing my holidays football season. wise. So most of mine yeah. are going to be in June. Right. Like just, just for, like, well, I'm going to start playing part-time football as well anyway. So it would work out all right. Yeah. So I had like two or three at a festival, which got canceled. 
and I had family holiday and then me and my missus were going to try and get away and I was gonna, I was going to try I don't I didn't know if I had time to try and fit like a weekend with my mates away somewhere but all might have been yeah everything so just get your head down and grind that out for the next probably six months at least 100% and I'd then you've set yourself it. up for maybe a year you're a year ahead of people because I think going into well we'll jump into the next one sort of how the industry will look after yeah, yeah. we're talking about how we're going to grind out for a good six months to try and build up what we've not not necessarily lost but we've obviously had a couple of setbacks with being off this whole yeah. eight weeks we're not doing what we want to want we're not doing what we normally would on a day to day basis Um. So like after after lockdown, I can see a lot of people have just fallen out of sort of love for PT because they haven't done it for so long. And those are the ones who aren't doing it to help people, aren't, aren't doing it as a career, they're just doing it, like I said earlier on, as a hobby. So I think a lot of people will drop off from PT and I think mm-hmm. it could be a big opportunity for a lot of individuals like me and you and Rich, for example, to then yeah. progress and build up a lot more of a client base because it's going to be spare clients lying around because people have either ate too much over lockdown, they've drank too much over lockdown, they haven't done enough exercise, or the PTs just sacked it off. So there's going to be quite yeah. a few options which are going to lead to a hope and a lot more clients because PTs are going to drop off. I think I think it's not going to be as saturated as everyone goes on about. Yeah, I know. And I think, I think the ones, like you said before, that the ones who haven't really been doing much during lockdown and kind of just being like, all right, I'll wait until it's over, they're going to struggle loads. I think the people are like... You can like, tell. Be, you can yeah, tell online. Been, yeah, exactly. Like You can tell the people who have been busy online and stuff like who are going to smash it coming out of it because one, they might have picked up one or two extra clients and people might be looking at them during lockdown thinking, all right, they've Dave, they've been grafting away kind of thing. He looks like he's got a bit of knowledge. Might come to him after lockdown. Definitely. So You, you want yeah. to be the face that everybody's noticed over lockdown yeah. so over the past eight weeks. You want them to be sick of you. So like, <laughs> like I'm doing some stories I'm doing every day and I'm getting to the end of the day and I'm putting one up. And I'm looking through them. I've put like 30 stories on them one day and I'm yeah, like, they're going to be sick of me by the end of this. But then when you're out after lockdown, you're like, oh, I need a PT or I want to do this or I want to get this result. Then you know, oh, well, who's that kid I've seen over Instagram for the yeah, past eight weeks being hammered? Then yeah, that's their trigger. They, oh, wait, I'll message him who I've seen. The people who, uh-huh. the people who have gone quiet just aren't going aren't gonna to like, succeed and progress. And, and yeah. it's a bit harsh to see, really, but like, they're not going to get much. If you're not willing yeah. to put the work in for free, over the times when people need it the most because this is the time where people are struggling in terms of motivation so that's when we're bringing the podcasts the workouts the live workouts that you're doing so it's uh-huh. doing a little bit more for people to then they realise this is the person I'll go for after after lockdown basically yeah. I think it's exactly. it no, I, like your, I like your point about standing out as well because I think too many too many PTs is like that stereotypical Instagram PT now I feel and a lot of people go down the same kind of route and I've kind of tried to, since I started doing P, try not to copy people, especially like with my YouTube and stuff. Like when uh, like a TM Cycles video starts, you know it's always like the same sort of intro. Like he's got his own kind of like vibe kind of yeah. thing going. It's just a lot of people probably look at people like that. And then when they come to setting up their own brand, I might copy it a little bit, but just try and I had probably a good, well, I haven't really watched YouTube that much till recently, but who like would two you or say, three months away. Who would you say is like, yeah. I'll say five sort of people that you follow for sort of business, PT and online coaching sort of inspiration, if it would be, to like, what's your, who, who, who do you follow? Like, obviously, we mentioned TM Cycles, Josh Bridgman, I'm going to say they're two very, do you know Josh? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, Josh, yeah, yeah. So, like, they're two quite similar people. 
um, and then like there's that, that online coaching world of them. Uh-huh. But like, who would you sort of follow in terms follow of that? Wise, well, well, TM Cycles definitely just because I think obviously come, he's just building up slowly, slowly, and in terms of his engagement that he gets yeah. from his followers, and he's always following the trends that you've noticed. He started following the like the Call of Duty trend at the minute. Like the uh-huh. scene, he's like, so uh-huh. I don't really play a car or anything like I've that. So, but I know there'll be a lot of people who love it. I've never played like yeah. on Xbox or anything, PlayStation. I've never had one in my yeah. life. I've never been I that kid to sit in and play like oh that would be yeah. oh, doing something yeah so. I stopped when I was like 15 16 but I like he, he's he's great with like following trends and stuff so he's someone definitely Ollie Marchand you mentioned already yeah. just from his his worth ethic you also like for his work yeah business everything in terms of like he, he shares some quite good stuff as well he does um like all his PTs are very decent so like the, I follow one of his PTs uh, I think it's bag I don't know how you see his name like the bago or something like that He's a little, he's an absolute animal. Some of his work, up to quite good, nice. or Baggio. Okay, um, I'll, have a, I'll have a look at this. Baggio or something like that, but he's very good. Um, who else do I follow? I like quite like, um, is it Jack Forburn? He's quite, I find him quite funny uh, in a way, but he's yeah. so like serious A lot, a lot of people building. don't like, don't like him. Yeah. I've seen a lot of it online. Like, a lot of people don't like him for some reason, but I quite, I follow him quite yeah, well. I spoke, I spoke to him in Scotland. He was dead, dead kind, to be fair, uh, but he's just very, Strict bodybuilding, like he gets up at like four o'clock in the morning every day, does his cardio, and like he's very regimental. I think he he hasn't had sex in like three years. There's like things going around like that because he just says he hasn't, he hasn't, yeah. I hope he's not listening to this. Like, I doubt he will be. I doubt he will be. No, I like his stuff. You've got like the online coaches, like AJ Morris, he's a good one. He's got like obviously Jack Thorburn, like they're sort of the dominant online coach and bodybuilders, but then you've got like the influencer. Online coaches, which again, it's like TM Cycles, Josh Bridgman. Bridgman, and then you've got to have like people like Guzman there uh, as inspiration. Yeah, you've just got to follow like him and know like like he is that he's there, and I'm like, yeah, I need to get yeah. there. Like he's, uh-huh. he's got it, and I think he's he's smashed it. Like, but I don't really follow just... like all of the top like the. No, I'm trying to think of people. I've I've been following people recently just for workouts and stuff. I like um, fitness by rugby. I think he's from up here. I he's in. like some. I when I tagged in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You tagged yeah. me in, him, man. I yeah, like his good. stuff. He's good. Um, like, stuff that I'm gonna be benefited from now. Like I used to follow all the Gymshark people just because they were Gymshark athletes, and you're like, oh, that's yeah. what everyone wants to do. But now I'm following people for a bit of information, how I can like learn. So like, Ollie Morton shares a lot of about like self development, mindset stuff, how you're gonna like improve personally. So a lot of that sort of stuff is who I follow. I don't really follow mm-hmm. like all of the. The gym shop people where the bicep yeah. dog. I think I do, but they kind of because I don't look at the stuff. They kind of like the, the stories and stuff don't come up anymore. Yeah, yeah I, um, I went through the day and just and followed all like so all the shit that I do. I need, I need to, to be at fair. the end of the day. It's it's it just clears everything out because then you're not seeing shit posted all the time. Yeah. It's more information. It's stuff that you need to see or want to see other than just because it's there. You're just scrolling for the sake of it. I just got rid of it. Yeah. It's like the same thing with surrounding yourself with people. Surround yourself with like, because social media is such a big thing. Like, surround yourself with the content that you want to kind of 100%. be influenced by. Definitely. Uh, so a lot of my, a lot of mine at the minute is like, like workout stuff. Just like Zach George is a good one. Team Richie, what I've got, I don't know what his name is. Um, the YouTuber team, he's a CrossFit YouTuber. Right. Okay. It's, it's called Team Team Richie's his Instagram, I think, but his stuff's very good. Me and Richie talked about him yesterday because he's just so positive and so like watching his videos makes you feel so good. He's just Aye, such an upbeat kind of character. Hundred percent. Um, can't think of any people on top of that. Yeah, I prefer but, people like the mate, like to me and you and other 
up and coming people who sort of need the support more, yeah. but then Hills who still do bring a lot of value. Yeah. I like um, Joe Grizz because he's just started a new channel, a new. Uh, um, yeah, I know Jason. His content, he put, you can tell he puts a lot of. He's left, editor, a lot of left unbelievable. Into it. He's editor. Yeah, yeah. Like it must take him two or three hours for like one little story when like he's talking in the background over the phone. It's not as long way he pulls the thing across. And that, that must take like three or four hours to edit for the fifteen seconds on Instagram. Like so, we've spoke about doing some sort of like shooting at once because yeah. he's. He goes to JD where I train yeah. as well with Abu. So we were gonna like, oh, we'll get a session in, and I was like, look, yeah, I'll, yeah. he's a freelancer, so he doesn't really charge people at the minute. Well, he didn't at the time. I was like, look, I'll just pay you, and we can get some like good shots because he's a mint photographer. So I was like, look, yeah, look, he's content. I like his, I like his style shots. and stuff as well. And so got shout out, Joe. You best be listening. Yeah, you will be. <laughs> you better be. I'll best be. You best be. <laughs> get the shout out. Yeah, definitely. Was it Joe Gray? Joe Gray fit. Joe Gray underscore. Joe underscore Gray fit. I think. Joe underscore great fit. If you're listening, which you will be, shout out to the sick content. And we need to get a three way going. We'll get some edits. Yes. Yeah. Joe underscore, underscore great fit. Yeah. I've got you. Shout the out people Joe. are on the camera. If, yeah. if, if it goes on YouTube. If you want the best edits, follow Joe. Um, so we've talked about sort of our journey in the industry, what we've done in terms of PT and coaching. And um, the setbacks, how to grow as a PT, will give some advice on new PTs, uh, what they can do in terms of, or what not to do. Um, and we've talked a bit about how the industry will look like after COVID. Have you got anything on how that will look, do you think, after? Um, after terms, probably... Obviously, we've touched on like PTs dropping off and stuff, but have you got any sort of thoughts on in terms of like gyms reopening? Um, yeah, because... Like, Population capacities and stuff. Yeah, I think I've heard. I've heard the gyms are not until October now. Apparently, that's the rumor. That is mental. If that is the case, it's going to be a long, long few so, months. It's a very long time, but I think realistically, it like it'll probably like you said, like gyms like yours, because it's not like a. I think like leisure centres and stuff Commercial like that ones, are going to be. Yeah, they're going to be probably the last ones to open realistically. Definitely. But ones like that, like privately owned kind of thing. I think there'll be more one-on-one stuff. Yeah. Uh, to start with and then they might might allow like very small group stuff but I think PT wise you're going to have to start doing outside training like small I need to get that's, what I was, that's what I need to do that's a, yeah that's what I was doing before lockdown well literally for about two days before I went on lockdown when the gym shut I had like the weekend and then I'd done about two or three sessions outside just four or five of my clients then I had a few one-on-one ones but that's you're just going to have to adapt to the situation I think um, and then because gyms Probably won't be open, and if you're working in the gym, you have to be cleaning loads. I think it's well, that's what we were cleaning. doing the first well, two weeks before when we in lockdown. You'd like touch something, we had sanitizer on, we like clean it down, yeah. and it was like just having to get it clean for the next client to come in and having gaps in between your clients. So I couldn't do one like five till six, six or seven. It was like five till six, and then I'll have to wait 10 yeah. minutes to get them cleaned down, get them in, make sure they're sanitized. So I think for a long time, it's going to be. It's going to be different. I don't think even for even in the next year. I think social distancing. I think a lot of restrictions are going to still be put in place to make sure it doesn't break out again. Because that's the last thing anybody wants is this, for this to come back again. Because it's it just getting there, yeah. almost out of it now. The light at the end of the tunnel. We don't want it to come back. So I think there'll be a lot of precautions in the place where things aren't going to be as busy, like full capacity wise, um, yeah. and it's just going to it's going to affect a lot of people. But I think, like I say, the, if you want it. Hot, like, um, enough you'll you'll do well you'll and if you don't work, you'll yeah. drop off like, you, 
you can, like we were saying before, you can see who's doing well at the minute and who's work, working to put themselves in a better situation for when it's finished. And it's the ones who've gone quiet who are just going to die off and aren't going to really be what they want to exactly. get out of it at the end of it. Um, yeah. But it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be weird. I can tell you that it's going to be a weird situation. Yeah, it'll be. If the gym going back into a gym, <laughs> it'll be better to pick up some dumbbells that aren't like twelve kilos. I'm yeah. sick of it. If that is the case till October, like, I'll probably look to invest in some sort of like squat rack, yeah. so I can get, like, get bench some, pull-ups. Adjustable dumbbells are decent. That's what I have. Like turn like, turny ones, like um, you literally just like press a button either side, and then the side pops out. And you can turn it. Mine goes from two kilograms up to thirty six or thirty eight. That's what I need. So I'm just probably like, something like that. Like a barbell, like some bumper plates, and just like a basic squat rack. I can do like pull ups. Yeah. See, squats, I'm thinking stuff. because of everybody, like I see, especially like the big bodybuilders and stuff who are like really serious in the training. People are investing that much in the home gym equipment. I'm, I'm worried about people actually. Gyms reopening. Willing to like sign, yeah, sign up memberships. I don't know. I, it could go one of two ways. It could yeah. go everyone's dying the gym. I enjoy control. the process of writing my workout out, planning my workout. Like sort of, it sounds weird, but picking what gym like gear I'm gonna wear, driving yeah. to the gym, like having a pre-workout on Monster on the way, and then training. Like I like that process of the environment of being in the gym. If I had the home gym, yeah. like even if I had the best setup now, I still probably wouldn't be as motivated to train. Cause it's hard to come from sitting in my room doing a podcast to now be all of a sudden eager to go and train. Like it's that switch that uh-huh. on changes quick. You need that if, routine to kind I of. I need like get something into the... to get in, and I can't be blasting me heavy music. In the garden, when I've got like, <laughs> someone next door and someone next door there, so yeah, I, I need that, that anyway. gym My neighbors, my neighbors hate me. Well, one of them's deaf, so we're like, all right, and the other one's just a, <laughs> he's all right. He's, yeah, all but I don't want to be training in the back garden with me kit off and that, and it's I want to be getting. Yeah. I want I want the gyms open, but it's going to be it's going to be a long a long process. I think. What have you got any sort of plans after lockdown, or what's the first thing that you're going to be doing after lockdown in terms? Of, obviously, holidays are going to be on the forefront. Holidays are done. Mind. Yeah. What's your, like I said, what's your goals just, after lockdown, or what's your goals where you want to be? What I think, just pick up. I think I, I want to continue. Option? Obviously, the podcast is a big thing for me that I want to start and keep trying to push. Um, like I, I can, I can feel like it's it's something that I'm probably going to enjoy more most out of a lot of things. So probably because since I've started doing my podcast, the YouTube, I've kind of like not I've lost lost interest, but I can just tell my heart's more on the podcast. I think so. I'm enjoying these podcasts. Well. I think the so, they're interesting. Interesting because you get to find out about other people, you get to learn from them, and then you also there's two people being able to help all the other people who are now listening to it. And uh-huh. the solo, I enjoy doing the solo ones because the solo ones are a bit more structured, where you've got what you're going to say and kind of the topics and stuff. But these ones are good for you just listeners bounce, just off, each other. bounce yeah. off, and it's like a lot of information for someone to listen so they can have it on when they're walking and stuff. And yeah. I love listening to podcasts, so I think um, this is one thing like YouTube. You, you look at people like at the minute who are doing all these videos of like how much you make off like two videos uh-huh. and like Matt does fitness he did yeah. one he made 33 grand off a video and I was Smart, like that yeah. is insane but you only got like 12 million views or only 12 million Jesus what was <laughs> only 12 million views um but to get there it's like five or six years work and it's I think enough. it's gonna I think now it's to take even longer to get yeah. to that point unless you get unless yeah. you have a youtube video that goes viral or unless you're like collabing with like joe delaney every week or something like that i don't know it's just going to take take ages because even look if you look at tm cycles it took him four years to get to the point where he's at now like it's going to take us probably yes. longer unless we get, i think yeah 
everything's changing. Like I, I did a rant yesterday on my Instagram because of the engagement and stuff and like just being able to grow on Instagram, social media, YouTube, whatever it may be. I think to grow on social media now is going to take twice as long as it would when you were new. To the yeah, so say TM was TM titles was on Instagram five six years ago. Even when you got thirty thousand followers now, like it's mm-hmm. it's going to be a long way to get there. But I'm more than happy to put that work in to get to yeah. whatever many followers. About enjoy- about followers. If you enjoy it, then it's like I talk about enjoying the process. Like if you enjoy doing it, and that's what you like, it, it, even if it takes like five years to get to that yeah. point. Like, like if you've got it all of a sudden, like if you woke up tomorrow with fifty thousand followers, you'd be like. Okay, great. Like, what yeah, what what what, what we're gonna do now? So it's kind yeah. of like you want that sort of goal to get the way. Because if you woke up yes yeah. tomorrow with like fifty thousand followers, you'd be like, okay, great. Now what do I do? It's like you've got to try. Yeah. And, you've got to fill the time. You've got to get something out yeah. of it. Like you know. What like I mean? Even if you, even if that did happen, I'd just be like, I'm still just gonna keep on doing what I'm doing. Like, it's it's still, just, I still post. It's not, it's not like I'm not gonna like stop completely. I'm gonna like take a holiday. Yeah, I know. It's not like that's gonna happen. You just gotta if you enjoy it. If you enjoy the process, then you're going to keep on doing it for, for a long time. Definitely, that's why I think I think PTs do last quite a while. Like you say, there's people who are doing it when they're sixty. Like if you enjoy it, then you're going to do it for as long as you can. Yeah. Um, But I say in terms of like growing on social media, like the YouTube for me is a hard one because it takes a lot of time. Like podcasts aren't bad. You could draft up some notes of podcasts for thirty minutes. Do thirty to forty-five minute podcast is an hour, but to do yeah. a YouTube video, it's like a full day. Like to record it all, it takes edit a it, long, and yeah. it's a long process, which I quite enjoy. I enjoy recording and like yeah, content development and I like all that sort of stuff. But it's the editing side of it. Like I might just have to pay Joe to start editing for us. Yeah, I know. It's, that's the that's the dream. Paying someone to do your videos. So that's like, what that's what a lot of the big people do, isn't it? Exactly, and when you look at like Martin, he's making thirty-three grand on a video. If you're doing a couple of videos, even a couple of videos a month, pulling in like thirty grand a video, I'm not all of them on that. Yeah, much, but I've seen Joe Delaney done one. He makes about like two grand a month, I think, average yeah. on average, which is a very solid income from just doing YouTube. And then he's obviously got like his sponsors and stuff, and like all that. Yeah, on the other side of it, but like I watched Joe Brandon Harden. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really a big fan of him to be fair. If he'll not be listening, uh, he blocked us on Instagram yeah. twice. He slow- did he? He uh, slaughtered um, was it Bridgman? I think he stopped him because yes, because Alfie was sending Alfie like Chris Guzman followed him and he was sending him gear. Yeah, him, like, they, did, they did like a video that, together like then, not too long back. I think. Yeah, and then there was a thing with him potentially meeting Chris Bumstead and stuff, and they were talking, and then I think um, Brandon had quite a big effect just, on yeah just, him. I don't know how much it happened because they did a video together. I can remember they did a video and it was the... Josh. I think Josh said something like the re- like it's good to like interact and get each other's followers kind of thing. And I think Brandon took it as like, oh, like he just he's using me to steal my followers steal. kind of thing. Uh, I'm, like, not, I'm not like, a big fan, but he did a video and yeah. he got like 15 million views, pretty much the same as mm-hmm. what Matt did, and he got five hundred dollars, and Matt got. 33 grand for the same amount of views. Yeah, it's how you monetize and, it and stuff. Uh, isn't it? 100%. And then uh, he blocked us actually on Instagram. I forgot I was going to say about that one. He blocked us on Instagram twice. On both me, both my accounts, I've got my personal one and my fitness one. He blocked us on both of them. What was that for? Do you want to delve into it or not? No, he was. He, he put something online and I, I didn't like call him out. I would have said, like, that's not necessarily true. 
um, about something that he was he put on his story. I can't remember what it was now. And then he, he was like proper like straight away in my DMs. Like, I wouldn't have thought he'd read it. Like do you know, like all the big people who would just brush off. I don't know why he's so comments. triggered off someone. He got like... so triggered. He was like DMing us. I, I, I screenshotted them, but there was a good year ago now. And there, there was paragraphs saying like. I'm trying to influence people, like, why are you putting people down? And I was like, fucking hell, all right. And then yeah. I called him out because he had a pair of fake Yeezys on. <laughs> so I, I, thought, I was like, I'm going to wind him up now. And I like your train, I said, you can, like, I've got a little set up here. And yeah, yeah. I, I was like, you're wearing fake Yeezys, mate? And he's like, what? And I was like, the fake, and they blocked us straight away. I might title the podcast. This, this, this <laughs> podcast, yeah, I know. This podcast, we're getting wiped out. We've called out everybody in the podcast. We're never collabing with Alpha Lee ever. That's us. That's our deal finished. Guzman, uh, if you're watching, can I get in the invitation? What about you? Um, yeah, I know. So, we'll wrap, we'll kind of wrap it up. We'll just go into yeah. the show of what's your, I know I said what you want to do after lockdown, what's your goals? Do you have any specific goals in terms of where you want to be or do you have just to keep progressing in your PT and in your coaching? Yeah, I think for me, just because I'm, well, I'm starting out, kind of think it's just progressing day by day. I don't, I don't really set long, long, long-term goals because, yeah. like I said, anything could happen, kind of thing. But short-term, just keep on, keep on doing what I'm doing. Like I'm in, like, I'm kind of doing more and more. I can see, like, I'm building momentum. Like I started off just PT, and then I delved a little bit online stuff, and I started doing more PT out my garage, and then I've started YouTube, I've started podcasts, and I'm, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to help more people. So just continue, keep pushing, continue doing what I'm doing, really, and then anything could happen. Like I could dive more down the kind of football tr- like training like my football could go well again when I start that up again you don't know like, anything can happen, never know mate keep... we'll uh, come against each other <laughs> <laughs> I know what would you go Northern League uh, I think so I don't know there's, there's potential to sign places but I just don't yeah. know I'm just gonna I'm going for the enjoyment so wherever I join the game like if I if I end up playing at a higher level and I enjoy it I'm going to keep playing it because yeah. like I've put what how many years of my life like 12 years well longer than 12 years like 14 years of my life training pretty much every day for it so that, like, that, that, that was a good, obviously the goal as a kid to be a footballer isn't it it's like yeah, my dad, my dad played for like Carlisle and Derby and stuff so my dad was quite yeah. good so I was always in there playing but like I say if that comes up again then you want to try and hammer yeah, that yeah I know I keep people messaging saying oh mate you can't like give up and stuff you got to keep doing it but I don't know if it just depends how the injuries hold up how the old, how the old joints how the old knees hold up high yeah, I know, mate. Getting no, all... good. I would say goals-wise for me, I would just be yourself, to yeah. keep keep pushing, build up the PT to full time, get a good. Well, I, I wanted ten online clients by the end of end of lockdown, which is not far off to be fair. But I, towards the end of the year, I would love rather be like a good ten to twenty online clients, like mm-hmm. a good book of PT clients, um, and just. But I wanted to open a gym in January. That was me. That was me going yeah. in the, obviously January coming. I was like, I, I want to get a, I've been looking at premises as I, like, I want to get a gym just because I want my own like private studio. Because uh-huh. uh, obviously I'm paying rent, which I love the gym that I'm at, but the rent I'm paying could go towards rent to my own little place. I could build your that up, place, yeah. do a private studio, maybe get a PT in with us who I know, who I'm quite pally with or who's good, who could bring a lot to the business, get a PT in, maybe charge him a little bit of rent and then he could work through the gym and we'll have like a little yeah. private studio. But I think that's going to be put on the back burner for, yeah, for now, a while because of the situation. I think just get back to working hard, putting the hours in, PT and online coaching, growing the social media side of things. So the podcast is one that I really want to put a lot of time in. Like you've mentioned, Instagram is one that I'm really trying to push as much as I can. If it lets us, because it's been a bit of a bitch at the minute. Um, <laughs> and 
again, a little bit on YouTube, but that's one that's just going to come up as of yeah. when. I'm not putting all my my time into YouTube because it's your, your reward to what you get back isn't great when you start off. Yeah. So that'll be like one every two weeks, podcasts one to two every week, and then Instagram every other day, PT and clients as much as I can just to again put myself in a better position which I go on about a lot people are probably sick of the saying that I'm trying to put myself in the better position so when I come out of all this I'm ready to go like I've done a lot mm. on the back end of the business over the past few weeks to try and get yeah. us ready like new coaching sheets programming all that sort of stuff that bores people but it's what needs done to have a successful business at the end of the yeah like, and we'll you, get the training session in that's a goal that's a lot yeah. we'll get me you and Joe I've said I said to him if um if gyms aren't open stuff you should come round. I know it's a bit of a trek for come round just in my garage gym just because I know he's got a garage gym as well, doesn't he? He's oh, his looks his setup, like so. hardcore it is. It's yeah, like solid like solid. rusty metal and that yeah. is. Um, like we'll get it. rich and we'll get rich and we'll see if he can outlift me. Yeah, no, probably Probably I I was gonna say just before we finish, I've been doing this just with my well, it was only had one guest on since, but you're my second guest, mate. So, three little questions that I'm just going to ask all my guests. So, the first one is three people you'd invite round where you want to invite round for a dinner or for like a coffee or something. Just invite round. Who would you want to? Alive, or could they be like, can I bring them back? From the if day? you want, if you want to be, if you want to have a, yeah, a, a corp sitting probably. down at the team with you, but you can. Um, three people. Shit. Uh, off the top <laughs> of my head, I would bring. And the lad off Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, right. I don't know his name, but yeah, I know what you mean. I'll bring him. What's his name again? I don't know. I'm bad. I'm terrible I'm for names. Terrible. I put him off the Wolf of Wall Street yeah. just because of the, the movie. He would be just a dad yeah. and you'd say to see, like, what. What do you mean, the actor or the actual. No, like, the guy. Like, the actual. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Like, what his, like, what his life was. I'll bring him just to. I think if yeah. everyone was sitting on a table had a few drinks and he would be the person who would just listen to all night talk yeah just story time <laughs> um, so him oh hey that's a hard one I'd bring Guzman I'd bring Guzman yeah just to bring his like how he's so motivated and like how he's doing so many things at once I would just say like how do you manage like a gym a clothing brand a distribution center that he's got like he's got so many things going on i know he's got a big team around him but he's the main he's the person yeah. that everyone's around so the guy off wolf of wall street i don't know what his name is i guzman and oh, oh that's a hard one that like that's a really hard uh, one no it is uh, i should have i should have said you know beforehand to be uh-huh. there uh, i should have bring around a table at a dinner party um I'll see you. Can... Oh, cheers, mate. I I'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you and then we'll go and train after. Yeah, we're going to I'm happy with that. I want to meet Gooseman anyway, so I'm, I'll happily come to that party. We'll go, we'll go to uh, Alpha Land. We'll fly over. Alpha Land. I oh, know, that's a dream. Right, next one. No, Three people you'd want to train with. So similar, you can probably choose Gooseman again if you want. Um, train with? Oh. Probably um, TM Cycles or Bridgman just because of like sort of the knowledge I pick the brains on what they're doing Steve Cook at his gym just yeah, for the experience of like training with like Steve Cook and cool. probably if I could go back in time like Bernie Coleman or something like someone like yeah like, like Jay Cutler or someone like one of the yeah. old pros just to like just the volume and like just to be absolutely beasted on chest for an hour and a half 
So yeah. I'll probably say that. Uh, them three, either PMC or Bridgman, for like the knowledge. Ronnie Coleman or someone like that, like the old schools, just to be absolutely annihilated by them. <laughs> and who did I say for the second one? What you said, Bridgman thingy, uh, Cook, Steve Cook. Steve Cook, just for the experience yeah. of being mistaken. And then, I like this. Yeah, and then last one, just one thing that you would say to yourself five years ago. You could go back, Ooh. speak to young Marcus. For what I'd be doing five years ago, so I would have finished in college, second year. Um, probably would have been to not sort of follow the crowd because I went to college just because a few of my mates went to college to do like the sports excellence course where you play football in the morning and the, mm, you do your college yeah. course, you play football in the evening. But, like, I what probably played it? against you then, you know, in like a friendly. Did you ever play in your castle? Are you not the, you not the kid I scored against? Oh, I didn't say that. I've never. Probably, <laughs> we used to play a lot of college games. We used to play a lot, a lot against college, uh, Newcastle, Sunderland, uh, Middlesbrough. We played a lot of the. Do we probably so have? Yeah. I would have yeah, been in another pitch. I would have been centre half. You'd have been keeper. I wouldn't have got anywhere yeah. near you. Oh, I, I would have been injured. I don't know. I'm probably going to be watching. <laughs> I'm the side um, So probably not a follow what everyone else is doing in terms of going to college because I think college wasn't a waste of two years. It got us in uni, but I probably didn't need to, to go to college and it probably would have been to finish university and to get through yeah. yeah even though I've been I didn't do it but yeah probably probably uh, just not follow that- I'll have to do that podcast I'll try and do that maybe next week yeah I'll it's be not, listening to that it's one it's not right? that bad to be fair it's just I, I don't really like telling people about it it's something that um, it's but, not really like one that you want to I'll tell you I'll tell you after but once I stop recording I'll so tell just, you just end recording and then I just will talk after right All right, so yeah probably just to uh, Stay in my own lane and not follow what the crowd are doing just to please what everyone else is doing. Like, be your own person, stand out, and yeah, be your own person, follow your own path. Perfect, mate. Spot on. Path. No, I like that. Like, happy days. No, right, no, spot on. Um, thanks for tuning into both our podcasts. It'll be on both of the channels. Um, go and follow if you listen on mine. Go and follow him on Instagram. Yeah. So shout your Instagram out just for, uh, just for MGM Fitness underscore. Same for me, Instagram podcasts, the Muscle and Mind, uh, the Mind and Muscle podcast. I always get that mixed up, you know. <laughs> the Mind and Muscle Probably podcast, yeah. the Mind and Muscle podcast, and go and follow Brendan on his if you want to shout yours out as well. Yeah, as I was say, mine's just Brendan Pearson Fitness, um, and then Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well, but I literally just copy and paste whatever I put on Instagram for Same. Facebook. So just 100%. just follow just just follow my Instagram, um, YouTube, just Brendan Pearson. You can type Brendan Pearson Fitness and it'll still come up. And then podcast, it's just called Process. But for some reason, you've got to type my name in. Just type my name, Brendan Pearson, on the podcast because it's still, I think, because it's a new podcast. It's They're right down at the bottom of the picking list, aren't they? Yeah. So I've just, been trying to search mine. I'm like, where, the, where is it? Yeah, that's right what I do. Search I just put MGM Fitness in and it comes yeah. up. So just search for my podcast, just Brendan Pearson. It's called Process. So Class. a few episodes up already, but spot on. Nice one. Good one. Right. So thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. It's been a good one. And if you stayed all the way to the end, I massively appreciate it. So in the upcoming weeks, we're going to have plenty of podcasts coming up. So I've got a one lined up in a few days time with a sports psychologist, which is going to be great. A few ex-pros and then also a few people in the fitness industry as well. So plenty to look forward to. Again, if you can and if you haven't already, get subscribed to the podcast. Like I said, I'll be trying to put out as much content as possible. And also, if you really enjoyed this episode or enjoy the podcast in general, a five-star rating would mean a lot. So just put whatever you want in the review. It would mean a lot to me. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. 
This has been Process, and I will see you in the next episode.